Welcome to the Weekend Bite presented by Wall Street Breakfast. I'm Leslie Osmond. China is up in arms following Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. Biden is scheduled to sign the CHIPS Act, boosting U.S. production of semiconductors. And are we in a recession or not? Economists and all sides of the spectrum have their opinions. Joining us today is the winter warrior, Seeking Alpha Marketplace author David Alton Clark and U.S. Army veteran. Thank you so much for your service, David. It's great to have you. Thanks. It's great to be here, Leslie. I have to start off with the burning question. The economy shrinks for two consecutive quarters, and the last 10 times this has happened, the National Bureau of Economic Research and the U.S. government declared a recession. What do you think? Why or why hasn't the current state of the economy been declared in a recession? Well, Leslie, I guess my... Uh... Main point as far as that goes is it really doesn't matter if someone calls it a recession or not. You know, things aren't going so great right now. It's, it's really hard out there for the consumer. A lot of my uh, friends and uh, uh, Main Street uh, uh, people are, are hurting right now. That's obvious. And uh, I think that's really um, the deciding factor. You know, whether you decide to define it as two quarters uh of uh, <clears throat> negative GDP or not, I think that's a moot point. I think everybody knows that that we're in the middle of uh, some hard times right now because of inflation and uh, supply chain issues between the East and West. And the stocks rallied after investors viewed the Fed's recent commentary about forward guidance as dovish. The last time the Fed tightened this aggressively was when Volcker was Fed chair and caused the recession. According to your notes, why do you think the Fed, as you state, hit the brakes sooner than expected? Okay, well, uh, I don't think they've actually hit the brakes uh, just yet. And uh, they were talking really tough uh, this last week. And uh, I expect them to continue that. Um, my position is that uh, inflation it has actually broken at this point in time. A lot of the uh, commodities are down. Oil is down. Uh, and when the next CPI number comes out, it's probably going to it's going to prove that uh, inflation is on the down downside right now. But uh, I don't think the Fed is, is going to be uh, lightening up at all. They're still going to go strong uh, for at least the next month or two uh, to uh, ensure that uh, that inflation's. Uh, under control, and then at that point, uh, they'll have to uh, make a decision, and we will know better, you know, where we are in the uh, economy as well. And I read, and, and, and you indicated that you consider the recent pullbacks as great buying opportunities. Give us some examples of what you consider a good buy or even an oversold opportunity. Okay, um, one of my recent buys was AT and T. Uh, they actually dropped uh, 10% on um, the earnings of this last uh, earnings call that they had uh, due to the fact that, you know, there's inflationary uh, and recessionary uh, cost hitting them right now. And a lot of the people, you know, uh, sold off and, uh, you know, but I feel it's a temporary issue. They did uh, drop um, their uh, guidance for free cash flow by two billion but uh, i see that as temporary and they actually grew by 800 subscribers so when when the tide does turn and uh it will uh you're going to want to be long the market and so i see this as a great opportunity i'm kind of buying into positions uh when they fall 
after earnings right now. And, uh, you know, I'm in for the long run, the next five to 10 years. This is the first time in the cycle in 10 years that, that this opportunity has arisen. So I've been waiting quite a while for this. Last time I loaded up on stocks was in two, 2009, 2010. So with Biden's latest CHIPS Act to stimulate production of U.S. semiconductors, and they've been quite resilient, actually, relative to the tech sector, what's your outlook for the chip and semiconductor industry? And are there any names that you feel are attractive? Um, yes, actually, um, AMD was one of my top picks uh, in 2013 when it was trading for $3.41. I went long AMD and uh, I held that for the past decade, and it was actually up 2,000%, one of my biggest winners for the last decade. I actually sold out at 120 when uh, uh, the trend changed, and it started falling back down from 150 uh, in January of this year, and kind of waited to see uh, how things were going to shake out. A lot. Of, one of the things about the CHIPS Act that a lot of people have misconstrued is that it's only for manufacturers in the U.S., there's also $11 billion allocated in the CHIPS Act for designers as well. And that's why chips like uh, chip, uh, chip designers like AMD and NVIDIA also popped on the news. So I went long again, AMD, actually beforehand when it was at 80. So I've already got about a 20% gain. It, it fell back a little bit on uh, earnings this last uh, call a couple of days ago, about 4%. But is pretty much gained that back. I really uh, think they, they had great earnings in the current environment. I think they, they lost about 2% on the margin and uh, they've really gained a lot of market share from Intel. So AMD is my top pick. I also like NVIDIA, but I haven't gone long that yet. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen on earnings for them. David Alton Clark, the Winter Warrior Investor. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Leslie. Up next, I have Weekend Bite host Daniel Snyder here for next week's Catalyst Watch. Take it away, Daniel. Hey, Leslie, thanks so much. Um, here are some notable items for investors and traders to look out for next week. On the economic data front, all eyes will be on our next CPI number release Wednesday morning. The street is expecting a slight moderation in the inflation number to 8.9% from 9.1% last reading. Thursday will be busy with the produ producer price index and OPEC will release their monthly oil report on that day as well. Now on the earnings front, Monday brings us Tyson Foods, Dominion Energy, and Take-Two Interactive. Tuesday, you'll see Coinbase and Wynn Resorts. And Wednesday, my previous employer, Disney, will be on the main focus. Obviously, I'll be watching that one as well. Thursday, we have Rivian, Cardinal Health, and U.S. Foods. And lastly, you have an ARK Invest webinar on Monday, which I think a lot of people are watching due to the risk asset rally in the market going on right now. And then you have the JP Morgan Auto Conference next week as well with companies such as Ford presenting. And that wraps up your Catalyst Watch for next year, next week. Uh, Leslie, back to you. Thanks, Daniel. Lots of interesting stuff for next week. We look forward to tuning in next week. Have a great weekend.